Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is chair. C-H-A-I-R. Really? You bet your life! The Solo Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Groucho! What a ham that guy is. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Fenneman, who's face to try for it? We invited some building inspectors and some real estate agents to the show, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Inspector Robert Steele and Agent Thomas Williams. Gentlemen, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, boys, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if one of you says the secret word, you split $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Inspector uh, Bob Steele, you, you inspect buildings? That's right. Stop leering at my framework. Huh? <laughs> I'm as sound as a dollar. <laughs> well, the dollar's only worth 50 cents now. <laughs> and real estate agent Tom Williams. Huh? Just what do you do in your job? Well, I sell houses, get rentals for people, I sell lots. Sell lots of what? Well, lots of lots. <laughs> Look, you're not up before a Senate committee now. You, know. you can speak freely. Come come clean now. You sell lots of what? I sell lots. Look, son, we have to finish this thing in 30 minutes. Now, out with it. What do you do in your job? Well, I sell houses, find rentals, and over the weekend I sit on a house... You sit on a house? Yes, I do. Have you ever laid any small bungalows that way? <laughs> Over the weekend, you, you just sit on a house. How do you mean you sit on a house? I well, don't understand. by sitting on a house, a real we, estate uh, time? we hold a house open for inspection over Saturday and Sunday, and we are there when anybody comes. I see, huh? Uh, how's business, real estate man? Rather slow, but I did manage to turn over a couple of houses this week. You turned? <laughs> what did you do? Lose a nickel under one of them? <laughs> what do you mean you turned over a couple of houses? I sold some houses. Must be a pretty slick salesman to sell a house that's been turned over, huh? <laughs> well, that's one way to keep the roof from leaking. <laughs> well, what do you do on your job, uh, Inspector Steele? Oh, I inspect houses for the Los Angeles building code. Oh, I see. Well, uh, why, why do you do that? Well, so they're safe for occupancy. What if the building is only half safe? <laughs> do you use an airwick? <laughs> How do you know if a building is safe for occupancy? Hmm? Well, I check it from stem to stern and from top to bottom. Well, that's a boat, I mean. How do you check a house? How do you check a house? Well, we check the 
foundation, the footings, the underpinnings, the framework, the lath, plaster. What kind of buildings do you inspect? Oh, we inspect uh, everything that's over four by four. <laughs> why, why, why'd you pick that figure, four by four? Huh? Well, I suppose anything under that side would, uh, wouldn't matter whether it was safe or not. <laughs> Four by four. I once knew a girl who was five by five, and she wasn't very safe either. She had a good foundation, but unfortunately it kept slipping. Well, let's get back to you, uh, Mr. Williams. Suppose I'm a likely prospect and you think I'm in the market. Tell me your blue plate special for this week. Well, Mr. Marks, I have a dandy over in Sherman Oaks. It's a two-story Cape Cod. Has five be- five bedrooms and four baths, all tile. What about the other bedroom? What do they do? <laughs> they wait till the rainy season starts. <laughs> well, we could put another shower in the basement. That would be for me, I suppose. I <laughs> now, Inspector, in buying a house, what should the average person look out for in addition to the real estate agent? <laughs> Well, you can check it for termites. You know, you must always have a termite. You're talking about an old house, aren't you? I'm talking about the house he's trying to stick me with. <laughs> Suppose you refuse to appro- uh, approve a house because you don't think it will stand up. What, what then? We uh, won't issue a certificate of occupancy on the house. And that means? That means that no one can live in it. I mean the house just stands there empty? How, how long does this go on? Well, it doesn't make any difference for a hundred years or so. Well, if the house will stand up that long, you should have approved it in the first place. <laughs> well, now that I know all about real estate and building inspection, let's see if you two are going to be the ones who get the chance at the $1,000 question. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play You Bet Your Life. No matter where you drive, across this nation are more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers, each with a desire to serve you. And here is how they can serve you. When your car needs attention, no matter how minor you may think the job to be, you'll find a DeSoto Plymouth dealer ready and eager to give your car full attention. You'll get the benefit of not only factory-designed and approved tools and equipment, not only factory-trained mechanics who know how to use that equipment, but service with a smile and service at a fair price. That's the creed of every DeSoto Plymouth dealer, as you'll find out when you drive in at the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,000. Fenneman, bring them up to date on the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high can build you $20. You selected famous structures as your category. Is that right? That's right. Now, you have $20. How much do you want to bet? And talk right up into the mic. Ten. Ten dollars. Okay. Now, here's your first question. In what country is the Arch of Triumph? France. Vive la France. And they're on their way with thirty dollars. Now, how much is the thirty dollars? Twenty-five. Twenty-five, huh? In what country is the Taj Mahal? 
It's in India. India. They're climbing. They have $55. 50 50 In what country is the Alhambra? Spain. Spain is correct. Now they have $105. You're taking my money too swiftly here. You've got $105. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of it would you want to go for? The gentleman says, shoot the works. The gentleman says, shoot the... How do you know he's a gentleman? <laughs> I haven't answered the question yet. Okay. <laughs> In what country is the famous Bastille? France. That's right. Is the best... And they wind up with a grand total of $210. It's not true. The Bastille comes from the United States. <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, stick around now. You may get a chance at the big question. You Rock may off. get a chance. <laughs> the secret word is still chair. Yes, George. Perhaps the next couple will say it. Quite, it's quite okay, George. Just before we went in the air, our studio audience selected a camp counselor and a married man. And here they are, Miss Dorothy Johnson and Mr. Joe Benjamin. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks, to You Bet Your Life. And if you say the secret word, you'll divide $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Miss uh, Johnson, you're a, you're a camp counselor, huh? That's right. Very pretty girl. Uh, what camp is it? Uh? <laughs> oh, that's Clear Creek School Camp. Where, where are you from, Dorothy? From Idaho Falls, Idaho. You what was it? Idaho Falls, Idaho. Idaho Falls, Idaho. Yeah. I thought you were yodeling there for a minute. <laughs> uh, do you have any children of your own? No. You don't have any children. Since you're a camp counselor, did you meet your husband at a Boy Scout camp? No. Was he a Girl Scout? No, he's nothing. I'm not married. <laughs> he's nothing. That's a fine remark. <laughs> Whether you're married or not, that's a pretty rough opinion to have of your husband. <laughs> He's probably a very nice fellow, and you're just temporarily annoyed with him. <laughs> now, Mr. Joe Benjamin, huh? That's right. Oh, he used to be a prize fighter by that name. He was one of Dempsey's sparring partners. I boxed for quite a while myself. Did you? That's right. Why didn't you box with somebody else, huh? <laughs> pretty punchy when they start boxing with themselves. Huh? <laughs> well, you're not at all marred up, uh, Joe. Huh? You're, the, you're the married man, is it? Not yes, sir. Well, why we're on the subject, why is your wife annoyed with you? She's not annoyed with me. She isn't, eh? Well, let's see what I can do about it, huh? <laughs> how old is she? Well, she's pretty young. Well, how young? Is she about three? <laughs> no, I mean, she's pretty young for her age. <laughs> how old are you, Dorothy? Eighteen. Eighteen. Well, you're very young for your age. <laughs> Maybe you two are meant for each other. <laughs> well, I'm at it. I might as well fix this fellow up right. Eh? <laughs> now, at what camp do you do your counseling, did you say? A Clear Creek school camp. Oh, Clear Creek. And where, where is it? Uh, oh, it's in La Cunada, just past La Cunada. Where is that, in Scotland? <laughs> Uh, no, it's, um... Where's La Cunada? Huh? I know where a wee duck and Doris is, but... <laughs> Could be a wee lock and ladder, too. <laughs> or a wee hook and ladder. We had a fine... <laughs> Dorothy Johnson, where's La Cunada, huh? <laughs> you don't know where La Cunada is, huh? This is your first year there? 
Uh, no, I've been a camper there, and now I'm. A, I just started being a director. Well, how, how did you get there when you went there last year? <laughs> did they blindfold you before? Yeah. <laughs> well, we went on a bus. It's um, in the foothills. Uh, let's see. I can't exactly remember the hills. <laughs> it's there. Those kids are going to have a tough time finding it this year. <laughs> if the consular can't find it, that there's going to be fifty tots roaming the hills all summer. <laughs> That'll certainly help the juvenile delinquency. <laughs> How old are these uh, gangsters that you... Uh... Oh, they run from about 6 to 12. They run from 6 to 12, then. <laughs> They'll have to if they want to find this place. <laughs> What are some of the uh, activities at this mysterious camp? Hiking, I think swimming. they do moonshining out there. <laughs> what do you do, Dorothy? Well, crafts, swimming, hiking, arching. What do you oh. mean, arching their backs? <laughs> arching their backs? Or no, you know, bow and arrow. Oh, bow and arrow, yes. huh? Well, in addition to poison ivy, what do the kids get out of the camp? Build character. Oh. Could you build me one? Uh, I don't know. Mine is none too good. <laughs> Suppose a kid objects to having you build his character. What do you do, Dorothy? Oh, we have punishments. You call in the real estate agent and have him turn the kids over, huh? <laughs> Slug them? Or do you just whack them on the bum bum, huh? Well, we're not allowed to lay a hand on them. What do you use, a baseball bat? <laughs> How do you discipline your children, uh, Mr. Benjamin? Well, I talk, talk to her for a while. If that don't work, spank them. <laughs> spank them on the bum-bum? <laughs> that sounds like a summer resort, doesn't it? <laughs> Where did you go last year, Groucho? Why, we had a lovely time. We had two lovely weeks at Spank him on the Bum Bum. <laughs> well, Dorothy, who does the disciplining in your family? I'm not married. All this time and you're still not married? <laughs> did anything embarrassing ever happen to you, Dorothy? Well, yes. Once up at camp, uh, one of the directors was chasing the snake and uh, snake. Well, sucker, he was, huh? <laughs> oh, well, uh, <laughs> well, we don't like to let rattlesnakes roam around the hills. That's right. I don't blame but you. The kids are not. I disapprove of it myself. Huh? So we tried to capture this one, and uh, rattlesnakes used to go in pairs. They do? Uh, yes. That's so. very interesting to know. <laughs> so? Well, the snake went under the rock, and uh, this other director asked me to watch if there was another snake. 
And all of a sudden, he sat down on some uh, yucca bush. And the thing was, I didn't know where to apply the tourniquet. He, he thought I was a snake. <laughs> One good tourniquet deserves another. <laughs> well, now that we've got that settled, let's see how you make out with some quiz questions. You're going to play You Bet Your Life for the chance at $1,000. You run your $20 into more than the other couples, and you get a big chance. I can't tell you how much our first couple won, but Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners. The real estate agent and the building inspector won $210. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. You selected famous stadiums as your category. Is that right? How much of the 20 are you going to risk? About 10. 10. In what city is Soldier Field? Chicago. Chicago is right. We're on their way with $30, Groucho. All right, you've got $30 now. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the 30 will you try? 25. 25. In what city is Shibe Park? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is right. They're climbing, they have $55. All right, you got $55. Here's your third question. How much of the 55 do you want to try? 50. In what city is Franklin Field? Annapolis or Baltimore? Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. It's, it's again, Philadelphia. They now have $5. Oh. That's a shame. All right, you want to bet the five, I presume, huh? Yes. In, in what city is Fenway Park? That's uh, Boston. Boston is correct. You practically cleaned out now, but I'm going to give you one more chance to make some money. You get this one right, and I'll hand over $10 in cash. Now, think hard. What city is located on San Francisco Bay? Oh, San Francisco. Grant's tomb is right. Give him the money. Now they end up with $10. Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, we'll soon know who gets the chance at the $1,000 question. And now, a word with our sponsor. Now, there's an original line. Did you think that up yourself, Fenneman, or was it left over from Dr. Christian? Well, Groucho, it may not be original, but what I'm going to say about our sponsor, the DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America, is well known to thousands upon thousands of car owners. I don't suppose I can stop you. You get the finest of service wherever you see the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And do you know why? Tell me, Fenneman, he said with raised eyebrows and a quizzical look in his steely gray eyes. <laughs> because skilled men who get constant factory training are working there, working with the most modern tools and equipment. All right, Fenneman, who's ahead in the battle for the $1,000 question tonight? Well, the building inspector and the real estate agent are leading with $210, and the secret word is still chair. Just before we went on the air, we selected a bachelor and a spinster from our studio audience. And here they are, Miss Burt Banks and Mr. Olaf Hovden. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome for the, for, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And if you say the secret word, you divide $100 in cash between you. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Miss uh, Burt Banks, is that right? That's right. And uh, Mr. Olaf Hovden, is that right? That's right. You're the bachelor, huh? What is that, Swedish? Norwegian. Norwegian. Ah, that's almost the same thing. No, you wouldn't call him Norwegian a Swede. Well, I would have. I was pressed. Huh? <laughs> How old are you, Olaf? Sixty-five. Well, you certainly don't look at a very young-looking Norwegian. 
And uh, Miss Banks, uh, if I'm not too fresh, how old are you? You think that's a fair question to ask a woman? <laughs> well, I don't expect a fair answer, so... Uh, would you mind if I guessed? No, go ahead. Fifty-five. No. Fifty. No, you're getting warm. <laughs> Well, at my age, that isn't bad. (laughs) Olaf, Olaf, what sort of work do you do? I'm farming. You're a farmer and you don't have a wife? Who pulls the plow? (laughs) You mean that nursery rhyme about the farmer takes a wife is all wrong? I don't read any nursery rhymes. Well, if I'm successful here tonight, you will be. Couldn't you use a wife on your farm? Oh, sure. Oh. Oh, she could feed the pigs and milk the cows and feed the chickens. And... Is that all she'd have to do? Oh, no. Where's your farm, uh? West end of Antelope Valley. Antelope Valley, huh? Yeah, about 70 miles from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, are, are you 49, Miss Banks? No. <laughs> 49 and a half? No. Well, if you ever get to 50, my advice is to sell, huh? <laughs> I think you're a mighty fine-looking gal, Miss Banks, despite all this unfunny kidding. Thank you. Now, what what sort of work do you do? I'm in hats. I mean, where where are you employed? Saks Fifth Avenue, Beverly Hills. Oh, you work in Saks, huh? Yes. Well, you'd be a big help on a farm, huh? (laughs) When you get through feeding the chickens and the pigs, you could start filling the sacks with potatoes. What do you do at Saks, sir? I'm in hats. You're in hats? <laughs> Must be kind of chilly, isn't it? <laughs> what are the current styles in women's hats? Well, rough sailors. Of course, we sell them. <laughs> we sell them. <laughs> I didn't know there were any other kind. Huh? Olaf, you've been pretty quiet here. What do you raise in your farm? Wheat, barley, and oats. Cattle. You're still a bachelor, huh? Well, you haven't been sowing the right kind of oats, Olaf. <laughs> How big is your farm? About 3,000 acres. You ought to plant a little sugar, then you could raise cane. Something <laughs> well, okay. Can't raise cane. You can't raise cane? Why not? Raise sugar beets. Oh, here I am trying to make millions of people laugh, and you have to ruin it by throwing in the wrong vegetable. <laughs> How is farm life today compared to when you first started uh, farming? Oh, it's a good deal easier today. More mechanized machinery. Miss Banks, you've just been replaced by the McCormick Reaper. (laughs) You think you'd like to live on a farm, Miss Banks? No, decidedly not. You wouldn't, huh? No. Well, now tell me, Corn Silk, suppose... uh, (laughs) Suppose Miss Banks decided to leave Saks and take up farming. Uh, What would she do for entertainment? Remember, she's used to life in a big city like Beverly Hills. 
Where the ice cream stores closed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> she can go to the ladies' AIDS meeting and sewing and card and square dances and entertainment in the house for radio and piano. Well, when things get real dull, Miss Banks, you can always go down to the bakery in town and smell hot bread. <laughs> Kind of loaf around there, you know. In the <laughs> now that you two are definitely going to be hitched. <laughs> you can try those hats on the livestock out there. <laughs> Let's see how well you work together as a team for the chance at the thousand dollar question. You beat the other two couples and you win the chance at all that money. Whether or not you win much money, I hope you and everybody else will do something for me. Join the 1950 Cancer Crusade. Strike back at cancer by giving generously to your local committee of the American Cancer Society. Mail your contribution to cancer, care of your local post office. All right, Fenneman, remind our listeners how much the other couples earned. The building inspector and the real estate agent are still ahead with $210. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected famous hotels as your category. Is that right? Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Ten. In what city is the Mark Hopkins Hotel? San Francisco. San Francisco is right. They're on their way with $30. Whole life you've been away from that farm. <laughs> Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 30 will you try? 20. 20. In what city is the Palmer House Hotel? Chicago. Chicago is right. <laughs> Now they have fifty dollars. Now you have fifty dollars. Here's your third question. How much of the fifty? Twenty. Forty. Forty dollars. Okay. And what city is the Roney Plaza Hotel? Um, Miami. Miami Beach is right. They're really climbing. They have ninety dollars. All right, you got ninety dollars. Now here's your last chance. Uh, how much are you going to bet on this one? Talk it up, Olaf. Forty. 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 Forty dollars. In what city is the Waldorf Astoria Hotel? New York City. New York City is right. And they wind up with a grand total of $130. And that means the building inspector and the real estate agent with $210 get the chance of the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. There's more to getting your car ready for warmer weather than simply changing the oil. To put it in tip-top shape for extra miles of driving, you should bring your car for a spring tune-up to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Expert factory-trained mechanics using factory-designed and approved tools and equipment will give your car an engine tune-up, lubricate the chassis, check your battery and your tires, flush your radiator and perform a number of other jobs that will give you thousands of miles of trouble-free driving. First chance you get, stop in for that spring tune-up at the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Any of the more than 3,000 authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America will be happy to serve you promptly, efficiently, and at a fair price. 
And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. And here's the building inspector and the real estate agent, the winning couple, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question, Groucho. Okay, here we go for $1,000. Ready? I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you and think carefully and no help in the audience. Here it is. The official yacht of the President of the United States is one of the world's most beautiful pleasure crafts. For $1,000, what is the name of President Truman's official yacht? What is the answer you two have decided upon? Lafayette. No, I'm sorry. It's the Williamsburg. <laughs> so that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $210 in the quiz. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you. You Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You Bet Your Life. Presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget... Next week, the big question will be worth $1,500. Well, Bing Crosby's raring to go. So good night, folks. And remember, just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth <laughs> Folks, here's a tip from the National Safety Council. Don't save time, Mr. Motorist. Save yourself. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. (laughs) 